said somebody who changes my mind they come along i won't think twice cause i already got a good thing with me yeah i already got everything i need the Welcome back, lovely listeners. I'm Genevieve, and this is Overshare. We are here today, and we are going to be talking about self-talk and self-affirmations. I am so honored to have my second guest on the show, Mallory Ant. I did want to just give a little synopsis of what the show's about, if you guys didn't tune in to our first episode, which was last week. Basically, what we're doing on the show for this podcast is talking about emotional storytelling, personal growth, self-actualization, getting your mindset right, which is perfect. Today's Monday. I hope all my listeners are ready to get some invaluable information from Mallory. I am so honored to have her on. I actually met Mallory a year ago. Yeah, almost a year ago. She was a boxing coach at a gym here in Dallas. And I started to box or try to box, (laughs) attempt to box. (laughs) She she was the trainer at 6 a.m. too. And I am not a morning person at all. Uh, But because of how awesome she was, I showed up and stuck it out. And it was invaluable. She also is an entrepreneur. She's a youth mentor. She is doing so many, so many, so many great things for the community. And I wanted to have her on to basically talk about everything because the basis of a lot of what she's accomplished so far is based off of how amazing she is at self-talk and affirmations and how consistent she has been. I have linked her Instagram to a lot of the stories I've posted about today's show. I would definitely check it out. I would keep track. Literally looking at her stories Every day has motivated me to work more on my self-talk and my affirmations. We're going to dive kind of deep into that and talk about self-talk and talk about affirmations, the difference, and just dissect Mallory's game plan when it comes to how this has impacted her life, how it's changed her life. So Mallory, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, hi. Thanks for having me. Um, I am originally from St. Louis, Missouri. Um, I went to college at Brown University. I played soccer. I was a three-sport athlete growing up. Um, So I played soccer in college, and then after college, I moved to Dallas. Um, I was always going to be a doctor growing up. So being an entrepreneur is totally different from what I ever expected to be. Uh, But as soon as I got to Brown, all my confidence with uh, academics and everything, intellect, just kind of fell. I went from being, you know, a big fish in a small pond to a small fish in a very large pond uh-huh. um, at Brown. And so that's actually kind of the basis of all of the affirmations and gratitude that I do today and how um, kind of what jump-started my need for changing my mindset and changing the way I look at things and changing the way I talk to myself in order to accomplish things. Um, so today I, uh, I own a goalkeeping academy. It's called My Goalkeeping Academy uh, here in Dallas. I started with about six or seven keepers um, a, year ago, a year ago, and now I have over 40 that I work with. Wow, plus, yes. 
an additional 30 or 40 that I work with at the club level um, every week. So that's been awesome. Um, on top of that, I do boxing, some boxing training. Um, that's been really transformative for me as well. Mm -hmm. And then I also uh, help run a travel company called JetQuest. Um, you can check us out on Instagram at JetQuest or JetQuest.net. Uh, we put together group travel for like-minded individuals. So we'll put together a trip. You guys buy the trip, show up, have a good time. Um, it's kind of like adult spring break. But our mission there is to show everyone that there's more to see in the world and show everyone how um, accessible it is. You know, if you're afraid to travel by yourself, come with us, That's experience me. the world. And uh, yeah. That's Check me. I was telling Mallory that earlier before <laughs> we started recording. I, I said I, I have a fear, not a fear, but it's definitely something to overcome to even do things by yourself, mm -hmm. go out, have dinner, watch a movie. So international travel or travel in general by yourself is something <laughs> that can be overwhelming yeah, for absolutely. anybody. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about pros and cons and all that earlier. But it, it's definitely an amazing platform to give to people because I think travel is so important to see the world, absolutely. to experience different cultures, to connect with different people. And remember, again, that's what this show is really about is trying to navigate that human connection. And when you see people from a different part of the world and they're their fishbowl, mm -hmm. <laughs> no pun uh, plugging that, <laughs> the, you know, where they live and what they do and how they live day to day. That's invaluable. It, it's, I, I, I always think about Anthony Bourdain when mm -hmm. I, when I think about travel, yeah. cause he was just so inspirational mm -hmm. about how he focused on people in the sense of it wasn't just about where he was and what he ate. Well, it was, it was about yeah. the food. Let's be honest. <laughs> but it was more about how he connected with those people Absolutely. and the stories. And that's what was so captivating about yeah. his CNN, you know, the CNN uh, eating, what is it? Eating with, Bo eating with Bourdain. I, gosh, that's bad. I can't even remember. <laughs> it was on CNN yeah. though when he, when he was still here with us on mm -hmm. earth and alive, but I was so inspired by him. Yeah. But traveling alone is like a level up. Yeah. Like you have to be really confident right. within yourself and secure and be like, I got this. I yeah. can do this. I can navigate this whole, Absolutely. Uh, especially you don't know the language, you know where you're at. Yeah. any of that yeah and i totally relate to what you said too about big fish and a i mean small fish in a big pond mm -hmm. or the other way around too when you get when you got done with uh well high school and then you went to brown yeah i was gonna ask you what your major was cognitive science i was so. see I, I was the same way i yeah. i was gonna i wanted to be an anesthesiologist okay but i got to ut i, I went to university of texas at austin mm -hmm. and i was sitting in a class full of I don't know, a hundred people. Yeah. And when I was in private school, it was 10. Right. So yeah. it was this whole shock value. Uh -huh. And yeah, I was the same way. Yeah. Completely changed my major, went a whole nother different route. Yeah. It was, uh, I, w I wanted to be a doctor too. So I totally understand where you're coming from mm -hmm. with that. So what we're going to do, I, like I said earlier, I wanted to talk about Today's episode is about self-talk and affirmations. I want—I was talking to Mallory last night. I wanted to divide this up because I think it's so important to differentiate the two because mm -hmm. you can't really do affirmations without understanding what self-talk is yep. in the sense of how it applies to you. Mm -hmm. So l let's talk about that. And I, I'm going to I'm going to uh, give reference to some podcasts that I actually listen to in order to kind of come up with this topic today and to bring Mallory and talk to her about it. So the first one is the self-esteem and confidence mindset podcast with Johnny Pardo, which is great. You guys should definitely check him out. Uh, and the mindset mentor with Rob Dial. So there's a lot of things that both of these hosts on their podcast talk about in regards to first identifying that inner stream of 
conversation within your mind. And a lot of the times we don't even realize it mm-hmm. because of the fact that we're so busy and inundated with so many messages that are coming from your job, mm-hmm. the media, maybe your family, maybe your significant other, mm-hmm. just everything that's coming at you full force with what we have to do on a day-to-day, That's that sometimes gets pushed out of your mind. And then there's some people or a lot of people that don't even take that time to just sit and be with yourself. Mm-hmm. So I think that's super important, and we don't realize how we kind of absorb those messages, and that in turn turns into an inner dialogue with us mm-hmm. that could be so negative. Absolutely, yeah. So, so, so negative, and I'm, I'm guilty of this. Oh, yeah, me too. I'll give an example, especially when I'm doing something, and of course I live, I live by myself with my doggy. <laughs> And if I'm doing something around the house or if I drop something or if I, you know, something topples over or maybe I trip or whatever clumsy mm-hmm. thing that I do, I'm like, oh, you're stupid. Yeah. Oh, you're stupid. Yeah. Oh, you idiot. Uh-huh. And now it's I'm automatic, so... right? Yeah. It's so weird because mm-hmm. you don't really know where that stream of consciousness is coming from until yeah. you sit down. It's a habit. It's, yes. It's a habit loop. It it's, is a habit it's, loop. It's a thought process that you've ingrained in yourself. You know, and it's, it's funny. We're starting here. Um. The reason I got very into self-affirmations and, and positive talk and, and, and really working on changing my mindset is because my mindset was crap, you know. I, um, I'm very prone to anxiety. I'm wired to be anxious. Mm-hmm. You know, it's since I was little, I've always been extremely anxious. My mom's anxious. My sister's anxious. My grandma's anxious. <laughs> it's just been a behavior that's been taught to me, and that's the way I, I looked at the world. And um, it's funny because if you, you look at my resume, you see kind of what I achieved and you know, having, I was the first girl from my high school to go to an Ivy League school, go to an Ivy League school. I graduated in four years. Um, that alone, you might think, and I played a sport, you know, mm-hmm. on top of that. I actually yeah. had committed to play two sports at Brown. I ended up just playing soccer, but I committed to play both softball and soccer. Yes. Um, so I was a serious athlete growing up. Um, and with all of my athletic achievements, all of my achievements in the classroom, you would think like I was a rock star in my mind. I had everything on straight and I didn't. You know, I was my own worst enemy constantly talking myself down, um, you know, making myself feel terrible. No one else was saying these things to me. It was all in my head. You know, Mm -hmm. I was saying things to myself that I would never say to a person out loud, you know. And um, what really made me start to change is um, I had mentioned I wanted to be a doctor. Obviously, that didn't work out. Um, I did teach for America for two years after college. Um, So I taught in South Dallas for two years. I taught freshmen. Um, and my mindset development started there, but it really transformed once I got away. And it actually breaks my heart. I wish I could have been a bigger help for the mindset development of things when I was a, a teacher. But um, it started there because I saw all of these kids that had access to social media and seeing how it affected not only the social media, but also the environment they grew up in. Yep. How it affected the way that they thought about life and they thought about things that were hard. Yes. And so I set out to figure out, you know, how to change that within myself so then I could change that or at least give that information out to other people. And so after I was uh, after I was a teacher, I stopped teaching and I got into finance. Um, mm-hmm. But I also started dabbling in entrepreneurship. And so first company I was a part of, we did um, we started with corporate recruiting and then we transitioned into music, which was a totally different uh, field for me that I ever thought I would be in. But I, I struggled that entire time with, as an entrepreneur, I struggled with um, whether I was good enough. 
you know, whether I deserve to be where I was, you know, if, if I had the right intellect, if I was in the right position, I always struggled with whether or not I was good enough. And I had a team around me that believed in me, but I couldn't believe in myself. And so it started this, um, it actually started with, I was listening to a podcast, um, mm-hmm. and it's called Impact Theory by Tom Bilyeu. Tom okay. Bilyeu, he uh, founded Quest Nutrition, um, oh, okay, okay. billion-dollar company, and yes. now he has his own uh, network. He's trying to build a, or he's not trying, he's currently building a media studio that uh, rivals Disney. Wow. And uh, the way he's gained a lot of notoriety is he's a speaker, and he also has this podcast. And on this podcast, he has on incredible people. Um, and it's all about the impact that they want to have on the world. Mm-hmm. He ends every, sh- every show with that. And there was a um, – ah, sorry. There was a, uh, a, a podcast, and it was, um, it was b- with Simon Sinek, which oh, is – You know who he is? Yes. Yeah, so I'd- Simon Sinek, and it was talking about millennials and why uh, we have so many problems these days. Yes. And that oh. was really big for me um, because I was actually writing a blog at the time, too, for the company. And that was transformational because the company I was working with, the first company I was working with, the entrepreneurship, um, we were trying to reach millennials, right? And so I was writing this blog for them. And um, from that, you know, clip that I saw of Impact Theory with Tom Bilyeu, I I really kind of dug into all the work that he had done before. And what I noticed was the difference between myself and everyone else around me was or even the people he had on the, on the show, right? The reason they achieved things is because they believed they could, whereas right. I always felt like I couldn't. And so I dug into the um, the mindset piece of things, and it, it's kind of funny how life works because I studied cognitive science in, in college, and that's it's the study of the mind from a mechanical perspective. So it's yes, mix yes. of psychology with neuroscience, mm-hmm. and this was all things that I had learned before. You know, that's I'm really intrigued by the science behind our mindset and yes. everything, right? Yes. So I, I read a lot of neuroscience and a lot of articles about that. Simon Sinek's good about that, too. Yeah. He talks about endorphins and oxytocin and mm-hmm. all how the actual brain works. Absolutely. And, I mean, gr- this is emotional storytelling, but your brain is it's an amazing thing how it can I don't want to say brainwash yourself into Mm -hmm. thinking that you're able to achieve a lot uh, so many great things but all of that the chemicals in your brain play a huge part in that absolutely I'm so I I nerd out about that too right I I totally do with Simon Sinek he's so great so Simon Sinek's great about that a lot of people are and so there's actually another uh, lady named Mel Robbins I'm not sure if you've heard of her she wrote a book called the five second rule and actually her interview with Tom Bilyeu is what changed my life Um, the five second rule is this, you wake up in the morning or let me, let's back up. Um, so Mel Robbins whole thing, and I completely agree with this is that motivation is BS. Motivation is never there when you need it, right? We have to rely on discipline. We have to rely on our habits to get things done because we're never going to feel motivated to do things that we don't want to do. And why is that? Because our, the way the human body and brain and mind is designed is to protect us from things that make us uncomfortable right? Yes. As soon as we feel uncomfortable, we get that fight or flight response. So we want to get out. That right. fight or flight is to keep us safe, right? And so things like working out or um, reading a book or uh, you know going to a networking event or things that we don't want to do, but we know they're really you know foundational for our development, mm-hmm. we're always going to get pushback from our brain, right? So what do we have to do? We have to find ways to trick it. You know, metacognition is a great thing, right? Metacognition is the thinking about thinking, right? So the thought process is behind us thinking. And and only humans have this. We're the only animal that has this on earth. Mammal, for that matter, too. 
Um, and we can trick ourselves. So the five second rule is this, um, within five seconds, you count back five, four, three, two, one, and you do the thing that you said you were going to do. Right. So it started with Mel Robbins. It started for her just getting out of bed. She was hitting snooze a lot, five, four, three, two, one. And she shot up like a rocket. She's out of bed. She's at least accomplished, accomplished one thing for the day, which was getting up on time. Right. And then you start accomplishing other little things, Yes. You know, going to the gym, making breakfast, eating healthy, things Meal like that. Prep. But no, we, no, yeah, no. All that. <laughs> we do all of that, with, that yesterday yes. with, a, with a simple countdown. And the countdown is really important. That five, four, three, two, one, it snaps you back into, um, it snaps you back into like reality, right? And the cool thing is, is that not only does this work for behaviors, so behaviors like getting out of bed, going to the gym, yep. doing those things you need to do, it also works for your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Five, four, three, two, one. Snap yourself out of whatever bad loop, habit loop you're in. Um, because in the counting down, if you think about it, like think about schools, right? Have you ever, you know, been at a school assembly? Yes. How do they get all the kids to pay be attention? Qu- oh, be they don't, I was going to say be quiet. <laughs> well, but, but they count down first. Right? Yes. They don't count up because counting up is easy. Counting down requires a little bit more thinking. Yeah. Five, four, three, two, one. Everyone has to be quiet, right? Or if you're ever in trouble with your parents, what do they do? I'm going to count down. By the time I get to one, you better have, you know, knocked it off. And um, that's been really transformative for me. And so by listening to these podcasts, and, and I, I really started, I knew I needed to change my mind if, or change my mindset if I wanted to achieve different things. And my struggle was that I knew I was negative. But I also knew that positive people seemed fake to me. Oh, like God, the I idea totally, of being totally positive with all with the you. time just seemed so fake. And I'm a pretty true and, and genuine person. Yes. And so I needed to attach affirmations and affirming myself and, and building confidence with um, with a right or not a right. But I needed to attach it to the fact that I earned it. Right. I can't just be confident to be confident. I needed to earn my confidence. And so I started day in and day out, like I said, um, flooding myself with positive content. Yes. And then um, making sure that I was doing hard things daily, no matter what. You know, started waking up at 430 in the morning, going to the gym at five. And those could be small. Completely small, small at first. Right? And I totally small. get that. Yeah. I had to do, I mean, right. a couple of years ago, it was hard for me to even get out of bed some yeah, days. Yeah, exactly. So it, it's, you, it sounds so trivial mm-hmm. to just be able to just get out of bed yeah. instantaneously as soon right. as you don't lay there. Yeah, don't think about it. Just don't, get up. Yep. Just yeah. have to have that immediate reaction right. to start your day and that kind of schedule that those tasks that are that. Yeah. I guess what I what grabs me with what you just said is that you create the intention in your mind, but you honor it with gratitude and action. Mm-hmm. So action is the key. Action is the key. I just intention wanna, versus action. Yeah. That's the key. Yes. Is acting on it. Yeah. Yes. And, um, you know, simple things like getting up the, the way I, I built my confidence was by, like I said, doing hard things daily, no matter what. That's how I started building that confidence because growing up, like I said, I was an athlete yes. and I always attached my confidence to, being intellectual, being smart, right? I was always really good in school. So I attached my confidence to that. I also attached my confidence to being good at sports. Now, that's not to say that my mindset was great in sports because it wasn't, but 
overall, the overarching theme was that I was known as an athlete and that made me confident. Well, and that was your, I want, I want to talk about that too. I think that you ident that was a part of your identity, which mm-hmm. is also Absolutely. really important to how you how your childhood and how you grew up and what you did. But you know, when you got into Brown and you were a college athlete, mm-hmm. all of those were very in- integral into your identity as a right. person. Exactly, and that go- we're going to talk about that in a little bit, and mm-hmm. we'll, we're going to take a break and then talk about that with the actual affirmations. That's why I really yeah. wanted to. It- emphasize how Mallory I want to talk about how Mallory identified that stream of consciousness first in Mm -hmm. regards to how she talked to herself or how you talk to yourself or how I talk to myself because I like I said you you had that example too for me I literally had when I started this whole journey for you know personal growth for the affirmations and with my negative talk it was so bad I literally had to wear a a rubber band on Mm -hmm. my wrist Mm -hmm. and when I found myself thinking about or telling myself bad things, that that loop of mm-hmm. negativity, right. I would pull it, pull yeah. it and slap, and yeah. it would hit my wrist. So that's another trick you give to your mind, right? Mm-hmm. That little that little slap, that little sting, it wakes you up. So I think next we'll we'll move into the tools that I developed to start pulling myself, you know, out of out, out of, of this it. negative self talk, and, it- and not only acutely so in the moment but mm-hmm. also as a whole and how it overarched with my whole life i just because you said simon sinek i told i i have to say this because i've been grappling with the whole fact of uh, the finite and infinite games mm-hmm. that the game theory i really want to do a show about that but th- it, this encompasses all of that too uh, in the yeah. sense of an infinite and finite mindset and if you don't know what i'm talking about that's fine i'm not going to get mm-hmm. into it because it's kind of going off on a tangent on another mm-hmm. i do want to do a show about that because it's so amazing how all of that fits in but i do want to say your self-talk really incorporates your well it's a building it's a tool for self-love mm-hmm. and that was our first episode when we we're talking about you have to be okay with yourself you have to realize that you're enough i don't want this podcast just to be these ephemeral you know words like self-love and vulnerable I, I wanted to, you to come on because you're so practical in giving people tools mm-hmm. to actually accomplish those yeah, things. Absolutely. So that's something, and that's so important because a lot of people talk about these fluffy words and, mm-hmm. you know, this personal growth stuff. And it's, that's what it is. You really have to drill down and break it apart. Yeah. And even if it's on a simple level with writing something down, and we're going to talk about that in a minute, where I'm going to get Mallory's affirmation recipe we're going to talk about affirmations since we've kind of established self-talk but i will say before we take a break make sure and i'm talking to my listeners right now it's monday it's your mindset take the time right now to sit down and just listen to yourself listen to your stream of consciousness what comes out and a lot i for once i for instance had negative self-talk you Mm -hmm. did too mallory so you we kind of already had that established in our mind Mm -hmm. it was just having a moment to sit down and be aware of it. Mm-hmm. And that could be through a podcast like Mallory mentioned earlier. That's the same way for me too. Mm-hmm. That's how I kind of think about myself that what what was the word you said? Thinking of the study of metacognition. Thinking. Metacognition. See, so technical. <laughs> I didn't even have that. So yes, that in itself, we just so important to establish one how you talk to yourself and one and two to acknowledge 
I like to think about it too when I go out and run errands and when I'm interacting with the world, mm-hmm. like how am I thinking yeah. when I'm doing tasks like that too mm-hmm. and how I'm interacting with people because I get I get really for yeah. I have no patience. I just yeah. don't have any patience. But it's also how do you snap yourself out of it? Right. Like in the moment. Yes. Get out of that. And I realize, like if you're driving, yeah. right? Yeah. Driving, someone cuts you off. Immediately, yes. like your first reaction is to like get all mad. Yes. Like, Why yes. am I mad? I'm fine. It's it's okay. Just, just keep driving. Out. Yeah. Just chill out. It's okay. And he may be in a rush to get to, right. a, to the hospital somewhere. Or maybe something's happened and yeah. that person's having a bad day. And that is that takes a lot yep. of, uh, uh, I think, spiritual willpower, I guess, maybe mm-hmm. is the word I want to use. Because it's you're just so worried about yourself in that moment, which is kind of, you know, this is about your self-talk. Mm-hmm. But once you kind of have a handle on that, your day-to-day becomes a lot yeah you start to almost laugh you're like yeah why was that why was that my first reaction yes (laughs) relax it's okay it's fine yeah everything's good all right so we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back we're gonna jump into affirmations we're gonna talk about some other podcasts some other information and give you the breakdown on how to get right with your affirmations Crawling in my skin Looking for a way out I can feel it happening So I talk myself down Cause right now The walls are starting to cave in Sometimes I wish I was somebody else When my mind starts misbehaving It's when I tell myself Okay, baby, you'll be just gotta keep, gotta keep on You just gotta keep on rolling Even on the bad days You just gotta keep, gotta keep on You just gotta keep on Every time I run away It catches up somehow But I've been learning what to say So I talk myself down Cause right now
All right, and we're back. So we're going to get right into affirmations. I'm going to throw manifestations in there too because I think now in this part of the show, we're going to be dissecting manifestations and I really want Valerie to talk about, I mean, excuse me, Mallory. (laughs) (laughs) Mallory to talk about her affirmation recipe. Mm -hmm. Uh, what she does on the on the daily, especially uh, if you check out her Instagram, you'll see that she is so consistent with it, and she projects that she she wants people to see that she does it mm-hmm. for a reason. So, I think to just open up the, one of the podcasts, or well, it was actually Oprah's Super Soul Conversations. Mm-hmm. That's where I got it from. But the the reference I want to make was Wayne Dyer. And he's a little bit, he's pretty well known. He's like a life coach. He's mm-hmm. published over 30 books. He's a little hoo-hoo, hippy-dippy. <laughs> it, he's, he's very into that your soul is an infinite thing. Yeah. And... That it's all, you know, we don't really, we don't die. Anyways, <laughs> you can check out the podcast, that particular episode. I'll link it uh, to the live stream in the comments once we're done so that you guys can check it out. He's got a different perspective. But I think what really stood out where we can jump, like have a jumping point for, for Mal- uh, Mallory to go ahead and give us all her, her good tips and tricks <laughs> for that, for her affirmations is saying what you are rather than what you want to become mm-hmm. absolutely so that is so important when you're when you know, you got your self-talk you've identified all of that right we've had that tool and now we're jumping into actually being able to create an affirmation or to manifest something that you want in your life it's not just about saying oh i want this or i mm-hmm. want that or i want that or i want this to happen mm-hmm. right yeah so it's that i am statement again it goes back to giving yourself that identity that's yeah. so important because you have to be accountable for what you want, right? right? So, Absolutely. If you want to achieve anything, yeah. Yes. So um, I mentioned before that I am wired to be anxious, right? So yes. that wa- that inherent um, habit, right, to be yes. anxious rather than positive or, or what, negative, whatever that might yes. be, um, really sent me on this journey, okay? I also mentioned that positive people have always seemed fake to me, mm-hmm. right? They, they, just, they just seemed fake. I get that. And so when I was thinking, not even thinking, when I started um, on this mindset development, um, I started with positive affirmations. And I have books and books and books of me writing out these positive affirmations over and over and over. Yeah, she has it with her right there. <laughs> it's right there. For me, the, uh, the repetition is, is the biggest piece, right? Because if you think about the habit loops you have that don't serve you, um, you've probably had them for a long time. So that repetition of, of breaking you out of it is, is going to be really important. Um, and so when I was coming up with a way to, first of all, this is like the third or fourth or fifth iteration of the positive affirmations that, that I've done since I've been doing this for about three and a half, four years. And, um, my recipe is this. I always start with today is going to be a great day. Mm-hmm. Now, why do I start with that? For a lot of people, that seems really silly. For me, it's pretty transformative, right? Mm-hmm. I need to start the day in, and by the way, I physically write this. It's not just, I don't just say this. I, I physically mm-hmm. write this out yes. every single day. Um, today is going to be a great day. And again, it's not just saying that it's going to be a great day. It's believing that it's going to be a great day and that you have the power to make it a great day. Mm-hmm. And then I go into an affirmation. And I actually pre-write my affirmations, but okay. depending on the day, I um, 
kind of skip around and, and pick one that feels right for the day. Um, and the way I make my affirmations, I have three criteria. Okay. One is that it has to be true, right? So back to positive people feel fake. It's because they're positive and confident about things that I perceive to not be true, right? So for me, I have to have an that's affirmation important. that's true. Um, second, it has to be confident, right? Because confidence is something that I've struggled with. So it has to project some sort of confidence into my day. And third, it needs to be hopeful. So again, going back to how I'm wired to be anxious, um, I need to have some sort of hope that what I'm doing is going to harbor the results that I want. And a lot of people call that faith or spirituality. I'm not very spiritual anymore. Yes. Um, I'm very much so more in tune to myself and my relationship with myself. Mm -hmm. um, and so it has to be hopeful, right? So today mine was uh, the love I seek is also seeking me. Now that seems really silly, but it's hopeful. It's positive. It's confident, right? That I'm right for someone and um, it's true. And mm -hmm. so through my whole book I ha or through my notebook, you know, I have a bunch of affirmations. Again, they have to be true. They have to be um, confident and they have to be hopeful. And I do this every day. So yes, again, I start with today is going to be a great day. Then I go into my affirmation. I write I write it as many times as my notebook allows. Um, on one anywhere page? From, on one page. On one page, okay. Anywhere from 10 to 15 times, depending on how many lines the affirmation is. Um, and then I always end with this statement. Today I'm grateful for mm -hmm. another day to get better. Uh, one of my mantras is um, to strive to get better every day. 1% ever better every single day. Yes. And so um, I like to incorporate that as well because I have to remind myself I might not be where I want to be right now, but I'm getting better to get to those places. And so um, I just have to keep telling myself today's another day to get better, right? I'm going to get better today. And um, whether that's through reading or athletics or fitness or uh, making a phone call or for me doing something like this, like this, this is kind of out of, it's really out of my comfort zone. I don't, <laughs> I don't talk about this a lot. I do talk, you know, one-on-one, -on -one, yes, um, but I don't, the only thing I put out are my affirmations. I don't sit here and talk to the camera about why I do these things. I just put them out and, and hope that it helps someone because it's helped me a lot. Mallory, your why is so important though. And it's, I think it's so great. And again, I just want to emphasize the fact that if you, uh, Mallory's affirmation for today, what was it? The love? The love I seek is also seeking me. Because notice that statement, how it starts. It's the love I'm seeking. Mm -hmm. It's an active statement in the sense that she's not just putting the fact, putting it out there that she's looking for something or want something. Mm -hmm. She is saying that she is that love. She is do actively pursuing, acting, all of those things in order to attract what she wants. Absolutely. And it's not just about romantic. No, no, right? no. Yeah. No, I don't so want to say that either. Yeah. No, so just, it's not just romantic no. love. It's, it's in family. It's in business. It's in friendships. It's in um, just the way I interact with other people. Sure. You know, in all interactions. Sure. I'm um, glad you made that clarification. Yeah. I did, I, definitely. It's not just specific to romantic relationships. Right. Actually, Wayne Dyer in the, the, the podcast that I'm referencing or that I'll link in, in the comments is he talks about three different types of love. Actually, I think it's another reference he got from somewhere else. But mm -hmm. there's d divine love, spiritual love. I mm -hmm. mean, he talks about that, too. So, yeah. again, it's not just that. It's love in general, self-love, all of that. Self, yeah. But it's so amazing what you've accomplished based off of the fact that 
you've been doing this for so long so consistently. Yeah, absolutely. So this was the first tool that I started using mm-hmm. was the positive affirmations and gratitude. And again, it's taken shape a little different each time that, that I um, restart and re kind of calibrate how I want to start my days. But it's all been multiple iterations, writing the same affirmation over and over again. Um, but there's another thing that I also did. It's another tool that I have, and I don't tell many people about this. Um, it's really the first time I'm saying this really publicly, but talking about self-talk, right? Uh-huh. Um, not only did I have a pretty negative mindset, but my self-talk was crap and, um, it needed to change. And not only was it, um, from the standpoint of like day to day, Oh, like you did something wrong. Oh, you're stupid. Or like, you don't deserve this or you're, um, right. you know, right. you're, you're on the wrong path, whatever mm-hmm. it might be. Um, it was also the way that I looked at things that had happened to me, right? Instead of looking at them as happening for me, it was always they happened to me and, you know, the world was out to get me. And so I have another tool that I use as well and I call it rewriting the narrative. And it's a form of journaling where I actively rewrite stories that I tell myself to spin them positively. And so it started, um, actually after a breakup. Um, that really took a lot out of me. Hey, that's how, <laughs> usually that's the way it happens. Yeah, no, it, that, and, you know, I had some family stuff going on and some business stuff going on. And, and I was just in this terrible reactive state. Um, no one could get through to me. And so I started free journaling, right? Just free, yep, write stream. five to 10 minutes, just stream of consciousness, just yep. write it out. Whatever I was feeling, whatever situation I was going through, describing the situation, um, work, whatever it might be, right? So I'd free write for about five to 10 minutes. As soon as I free wrote, I would go back and read what I said. Mm-hmm. And then I would physically rewrite that narrative to make it positive, to help it serve me. Physically rewrite the narrative. Um, and that was really transformational for me as well um, because it changed the way that I look at situations. And again, back to the affirmations and what's important is that the things that we tell ourselves, they're, they're true, right? Yes. You have to find a way to make things positive and find the positive in things, but it has to be true, right? We can't yes. just be positive when like anything is happening, right? It has to have there has to be a true component to what you're telling yourself to trick your mind to believe it, right? right. Because if you're I mean false confidence that's a whole different story, <laughs> but um yeah. I was never one for false confidence. So it all kind of goes together, right? The um being positive, having those affirmations, but making sure that they're true. Um, and even the, the narratives, the rewriting, the narratives, I had to make sure that even though I was rewriting it, I was just reframing it. It was still true. It still was genuine to me. It's still what I felt, but reframing it in a way that served me. Um, and I found that really, really transformative, um, for my mindset as well. So tell us about, I want to talk about your, your, your goalkeeping academy Mm -hmm. based off of, again, that's pretty, I mean, it's pretty amazing how, you you started this journey for on your for yourself with mm-hmm. personal growth and you're starting to really see the the results the mm-hmm. impact that you're having and I think that's so important too when I say finite and infinite games when I think about that with Simon Sinek yeah. and I wish I don't want to throw that in there but I I just want to highlight the fact that the more people that work on themselves have an impact on the world mm-hmm. and the way they the way we interact with each other and connect with each other yeah. begins with us begins with the the control that we have over ourselves absolutely yeah. so 
I, I want you to talk about that because we're it's already 1150. I can't believe that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's so crazy. tell me about the goalkeeping yeah. academy and the kids and the the mindset with them. And it's so amazing the work that you're doing with yeah. these kids. And I'm so impressed. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so as I mentioned previously, I went from teaching to finance. Right. And yes. when I was working in finance, I was working actually at American Airlines, which is how I got into travel. JetQuest, you know, all that yes, stuff. Yes, yes. Um, I was working at American Airlines, and I was traveling a lot. Like, I was going out of the country every other weekend. And credit card bills were, you know, stacking up. And I was looking at the money I was bringing in and the money I was spending out, and it wasn't adding up. And so I know I knew that I needed to do something um, to make more money. And mm-hmm. so I was babysitting and doing a lot of things. I've always done, th- I always gravitated towards kids because mm-hmm. I've always had a really good relationship with kids. Um, honestly, the reason I do everything I do today is because of a relationship I had with my cousin, Caden. Uh, he passed away when he was 15, but he was, I was 21 at the time. He was my best friend. Um, and he's the reason that I even got into teaching and, and I'm doing what I'm doing now. So I always want to plug him for that. But um, I started training goalkeepers, like I said, about, Almost two years ago now, November of 2019, um, I just had a friend that was a youth coach. He was like, hey, come train my keepers. He had been begging me for months to come train. And I was always like, no, I struggled with whether I was good enough or I knew enough. And finally, I was like, you know what? I was looking at my bank account. I was like, yeah, okay, I'll do that. So I showed up and started doing it. And so for about 10 months, I was um, not even 10 months, probably six or seven months. I was uh, just training them on the side. I had about five or six kids that I was working with and it was going really well. And in July of 2020, uh, I realized how much I hated my finance job, you know, through the, through the pandemic and being at home. And I was working from 6am to 12, like am. I had conference calls as late as 11am. I hated myself for what I was putting myself through. And I was like, finally, like enough is enough, you know, so I quit, I actually took a severance package with uh, 10 years of free travel, which oh, cool. was pretty great. <laughs> That's yeah. pretty awesome. And so then I started focusing on, on soccer from there, because it was the only thing I had going that was still making me money. And at the time, actually, I was doing some tutoring as well. So I was tutoring, I was doing soccer. Um, and by the end of that first semester, I was just so January of this year, I started focusing only on soccer. And it's crazy how quickly everything grew when I put in the time to you know, um, really focus on, on the soccer part of things. And again, when I quit, I had about five or six kids that I was training. Now I have over 40, um, 40 kids, that's 40 incredible. that I train individually. Uh, I do semi-private training. And then, like I said, another, you know, 20, 20 to 30 that I train, uh, w- at the club level. And the biggest thing for me, like we've been talking about mindset development, the biggest thing for me as a keeper trainer is that I also try to train my kids to have a strong mind. You know, as a goalkeeper, we have to make really, we have to make decisions. We have to make good decisions. We have to make them without thinking about them, right? And to me, that also translates into life, right? Yes. And so mindset development is a really, really big thing for me with my kids, is making sure that they're not in their head. They're not talking down to themselves, right? They're telling themselves that they can do things. And not only are we telling ourselves those things, we're proving it by through our hard work. Yeah. Um, and so the mindset development piece is, is the most important part of, of my job and um, getting to work with kids every day. I have an eight-year-old that does affirmations. She's that eight years old. It's so incredible. This is what I love about what you're doing. It's not just another athletic program. Mm-hmm. 
you're and I said this earlier when, when Mallory came in, you're actually building productive, cognitive, mm-hmm. self-aware people for the world. Mm-hmm. And that started with you based off of this little tool, which yep. may seem inconsequential, but it's so amazing that for you even to say that, that an eight year old, I didn't even know what an affirmation was when I was eight she, years old. She could barely write the affirmations, you know, at, at my camp. But she's she's the one that does it. She's eight years old and, and she does that every single day. And, you know, to have her parents text me and like, hey, thank you for all you do for her. You know, she's, I never believed, or, you know, they'd tell me they never believed in affirmations. They just believed in hard work, but they're seeing how it's changing their daughter and, and, the impact it has on her and you know going to watch her play even if she makes a mistake she throws it away right away throws it away moves on and that's so important for for goalkeepers and and just people youth sports and and people in general right yes throw it away and go to the next one and so that's been my mission with with my keepers and it's it's crazy i, I haven't done any promo at all yeah well you can start my- here it's a, <laughs> it's amazing yeah. i'm gonna link valerie uh, mallory's website uh what is it? The uh, goal? Do you have, do you have a website for it? So it's it's in the works. So you can follow me right now at. Mouse. Okay, well follow her Instagram. Yeah, because you have the goal. It's but it's called goal. It's my, called my goalkeeping goal academy. academy. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So the the website's coming. Um, my Instagram. It I have that as well, but it, it'll be going live in a couple weeks. Um, just building up content for that. Um, but again, making sure I focus on mindset development. I've also partnered with a uh, a mental performance coach as well. Yes, you and mentioned so, that to me last night when yeah. I was talking to you. That's insane. That's yeah. so crazy so, that you are so tactful about yeah. or tactical about that part of sports. Absolutely. Because it's so important. I, I relate to that because I, I competed athletically for a, a, a part, big part of my childhood yeah. as well. And nobody realizes Mm-mm. that part of that. Right, you know th- that intensity and how important it is for that, and it, how it incorporates into the athlete themselves. Absolutely, yeah. So, so we're actually we're doing a camp in St. Louis next week, and we plan to start taking this around the country. Um, yeah, you mentioned so, that. Yeah, I remember yeah. you talking. That's so exciting. Yeah, we're really excited. I think you know if it's all started kind of organically, and now it's really I'm trying to be more like you said tactical about how I get this message out there because I really do believe it's important and I think it can really be transformative for kids like it's been transformative for me and you know looking back if if I had had a different mindset I always wonder kind of what what could have happened I went to a division one school played division one soccer but what more could I have done you know I think you're doing awesome Mallory I just it's amazing what you're doing you're having such an impact on the community and I think that it's just so great Mm -hmm. um so I want to wrap up because we're can't believe it went so fast. I want to do a little rapid fire with with. <laughs> <laughs> is that, these questions are so telling. I love I love doing this. Okay, so all right, Valerie. So, what is the best compliment you've ever received uh, from the parents of the kids that I that I coach, or from the kids that I coach? You know, it's how what I'm teaching them is impacting them on a different level outside of soccer. Um, those are the best text compliments the hugs i get whenever i see them and the hey coach mallory like that's the best compliment that i could ever ask for okay sunrise or sunset sunrise i'm an early yeah riser. she is oh my gosh <laughs> she is an early bird yeah. let's tell you that when i used to show up for boxing at 6 a.m she just was all right let's go let's go i'm like oh gosh <laughs> okay who is your favorite superhero Okay, so I don't have a favorite superhero. It doesn't have to be I don't comic. Watch, yeah, I don't watch a t- – well, I want to talk about superheroes. So <laughs> I don't have a favorite superhero, but I love how they use an alter ego to 
achieve something uh-huh. so i yeah. respect superheroes a lot i just never really watch i guess i've seen the most spider-man movies so maybe spider-man but i i respect the idea of superheroes a lot i well that's true i do mm-hmm. i do too i'm not really in all that either yeah i'm not a big marvel mm-hmm. i'm just but i do like spider-man because his is it he's actually the person who he really is is the is spider-man Oh, I don't even know. No, he I'm was. Not a, he's a kid. I'm gets... not even going to talk about it. I, this is not good. I'm. Yeah. I'm in the same boat as you. I'm not a big. I. I you. It could have been anybody, by the way. I, maybe I should have clarified that because it could be a person. Or... I, I don't idolize a ton of people either. Um, like I said, I'm really into how, like the the confidence I can build within myself. Um, I don't like to idolize any one person, but. Um, like I said, I do like the idea of superheroes and how they use an alter ego because I think that could be a whole different topic we could talk forever. about forever. But um, yeah. Okay. What are your two? What are two things you would put on your bucket list? And you've done so much, so I'm so yeah. curious to hear this. <laughs> She's like traveled to Bali, to I mean, every Colombia. This girl has been all over the world. She's got her soccer academy now yeah. at a goalkeeping academy. Um, so. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so bucket list, um, definitely want to combine what I'm doing with my goalkeeping academy with my love of international travel. So hopefully in the next year, hopefully in 2022, we have an international trip, whether it's a mission trip or um, just going to a different country to uh, oh to gosh, spread this so message great. about mental performance. That's number one. And number two, they all revolve around traveling kind of i That's guess fine. but um i need to get to both australia and africa okay i haven't been so those to are those places continents you haven't been no i've been to europe asia south america north america i need to get to australia and africa you guys definitely go check out her instagram her pictures her travel pictures are amazing yeah. i don't know who takes them or how you take them or self-timer <laughs> oh gosh that makes me feel even worse i can't even take a picture like that i mean these these look like professional photos on her instagram i mean it's crazy she's got such great pictures all the information about jet quest is on her instagram too yeah. and like like mallory said for her goalkeeping academy that's on there too definitely check her out she will definitely kick your butt to start with the affirmations and the self-talk and all of those things it's she's just it's such a good point of reference especially for me when i look at that every day i think man okay i really need to do a little bit more and it goes back to you don't have to beat yourself up about it but just know that little things like that the time you take out for yourself is going to have a huge impact within yourself mm-hmm. and eventually within the community and that's what we really want we want that that connection and again I think it's amazing, Mallory, that you're doing this mind-body connection with what you're passionate about Mm -hmm. with soccer and these kids. I I can't emphasize that enough, how impactful it's going to be and how impactful it is on these kids' lives. Yeah. That little, you know, your your student or Mm -hmm. your uh, goalkeeper that you were referencing earlier, her life has changed forever. Mm -hmm. It's it's an amazing feeling to to know that, to give somebody that tool. Absolutely. And... I feel like that's what I want to do with this podcast is talk about these things and have people come on and tell their stories like Mallory sitting here doing now because it's just amazing to hear how when you take the time to know yourself and change yourself and work on yourself, it's going to pay off not just within you but within the world. And that sounds really like hippy-dippy or whatever it may be, but it's so true. It's so very true. And I'm a little bit like Mallory where I don't really trust like super nice people or Mm -hmm. overly nice people or, you know, fake people or super positive people because 
I'm a little, I'm a little blunt and to the point, mm-hmm. and I think Mallory kind of recognizes that too. Mm-hmm. So, and I feel like she's the same way. She's mm-hmm. very no frills. Like, hey, like what? Let's yeah. go. Let's get, let's get what we need to get done. Mm-hmm. So, I'm so so grateful that you took your time out to come on the show today. I think you're doing amazing things. I Thank hope you. everything works out. I hope it blows up. I hope you know we see the goalkeeping academy playing in the field in the back of us one yeah. day. That'd be so amazing. Yeah. Uh, so again, make sure you check out Mallory's Instagram. You can find all that information. Please, 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 my listeners, tune in either via this live stream or you can. We're gonna have this episode uploaded to Apple Podcasts and Spotify after I uh, after I can get everything situated. It'll be uploaded later on this week. So keep an eye out for that. Especially if you listen to the live stream and you want somebody else to listen to this wonderful show. Please, please, please share. Please go to Spotify, Apple, Apple, iTunes, or whatever it is, and leave a review. Leave some feedback. We would love to hear from you. Also, I've made it very easy for all my listeners, either through my Facebook or my Instagram. There's a link in the bio for each one of my pages, my social media pages. It'll give you any platform you want to in order to access the podcast. And the live feed will be up later on in the week as well to view or playback uh, on fbrn.us i am just again so grateful for mallory taking her time out and coming on my show today i'm so grateful for what you do and grateful for the time that you take to contribute to yourself and to everybody else that you come across i really appreciate it thank you i want to thank fishbowl radio network for providing this wonderful space again it's such a great Uh, environment so welcoming so inviting i want to thank my board operator today jamie she's awesome thank you so much jamie Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh and i there were so many other things we wanted to talk about uh definitely check it out i'm gonna i'm gonna post some some resources and the resources that mallory referenced too we're all gonna include that but i just um i wish we had more time i know i know i really do so the light within me honors the light within you mallory Um, And to all my lovely listeners, have a great Monday and the rest of the week. And always, always speak your truth fiercely and with vulnerability. So tune in next time, Monday, same time, same station.